Whoa, 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 Why y'all so happy? And you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette Charvette Mitchell. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard all across the world wide web. We are super excited to have all of you that are joining us and tuning in. Listen, hello to those that are hanging out on the phone lines. We see you. Hello, hello. To all of those that are coming in from all of our broadcast stations and all across the World Wide Web, and our streaming audience, we say, hey, those of you that are listening from an Alexa device, there may be some that are listening from Alexa, we appreciate you, and thank you so much for checking us out uh, here on the Charvette Mental Radio Show. And this segment is brought to you by the fourth annual pop-up conference for female entrepreneurs that's happening in the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, November 1st and November 2nd, uh, and I am telling you what, this is my personal invitation. I want to see you there. I want you to be there, so jump over to heygirlhey.biz, jump over to heygirlhey.biz, and that will give you all of the details, and you can register and all that good stuff. We have a few a few more seats for you, and um, I want to see you there. And so, as you know, we bring to you phenomenal guest, dynamic guest, and so today is no different. Uh, hanging out with me in the virtual studio, I'm going to be bringing him up to the mic momentarily. I have Milton Lawrence Jr. Uh, joining us. Listen, international lifestyle photographer, custom content creator, uh, docu-series, videos, cinematography, all of that is wrapped up into the Milton Lawrence Creative Agency, uh, really your go-to solution for visual branding and um, storytelling. Hails from Baltimore, Maryland. So listen, I know we have some uh, some Maryland uh, listeners that are hanging out with us. And um, his work, his work has been seen in a number of places. He's had the opportunity to uh, do work for organizations that you've heard about and you know about, <laughs> including AT&T, uh, CNN, National Museum of American History, the Ritz-Carlton, um, and he's been featured in Essence, The Knot, Black Enterprise, and the Today, the Today Show, and so many more things that we could say. And so um, we are bringing him up to the mic because, listen, you know, anyone that follows me and has followed me for any period of time um, knows that I really value the importance of visual branding. And so um, this is going to be a fun show. So uh, coming up to the mic right now, uh, joining me live, Milton Lawrence, Jr. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, Charvette. Thanks for having me. Oh, we're glad to have you. We're glad to have you. Uh, I know that you have traveled the world, and so we, we're glad that we were able just to grab a few minutes uh, while you, <laughs> you're in one place to chat. Crazy excited to be here on the show. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's go back and just um, let our listeners know a little bit about your background. And when did you first realize that you really had a gift for photography? So honestly, Charlotte, that um, <laughs> what I what I've realized over the last eleven years is that my gift is really not photography. To be honest with mm, you. Okay. Um, so I would say that my gift, honestly, is storytelling. 
Um, and so the vehicle, so, you know what I mean? So anything that, that requires, uh, like, I would say discipline and a skill, mm-hmm. it's not really, you know what I mean, a gift. Like, I, and I believe in God. I'm, I'm a Christian um, and that type of thing. And so I really feel like, um, in my case, the, the gift that I was given from God is the gift of story. And so I've leveraged that in, in the sense of, of being able to tell stories or capture stories using photography and video. Um, there's obviously many different ways you can capture a story or tell a story, um, but when it comes yeah. to storytelling, that, that's what, that's what my, I believe my gift is. Oh, I love that. And it's so um, important these days that brands and businesses and organizations and nonprofits and ministries are able to tell their story. Is it more prevalent now than it was when you started 11 years ago, or has it always been that case? So the, the buzzword kicked in specifically for, for entrepreneurs, right, for individual entrepreneurs. I call them expert entrepreneurs. Maybe they, they may work a nine-to-five job or they have a particular gift or a talent that they're trying to do. Like, you know, you run a, you know, a graphics and, you know, you're into branding, right? You, you help um, right. influencers to get into branding, right? And so in many times, like a lot of my clients are doctors, right? So many of them are looking mm-hmm. to monetize, like, their doctorate degrees and their, you know, their medical degrees. And so 10, 15 years ago, it was important if you were a speaker or an author or a coach. But now, in today's market, it's a, it's, everyone is a brand. Um, even the individual who works yeah. a nine-to-five job, it, it's a brand. Like, you have a certain standard and a certain look and a certain feel, and it's really you want that to precede you uh, long before anybody ever actually meets you. Okay, that's good. That's good. And so the storytelling gift that you have, um, what was the first, so what was photography, the first kind of vehicle that you used in this storytelling, uh, you know, gift that you have? I would say, I would say no. So it actually all started with, um, with, with honestly, with acting, right, with acting and music. Oh, okay. So these are all mediums of ways of being able to tell stories. What happened was, what actually pushed me into photography as a, as a vehicle was I didn't have a job. I had moved from the West Coast back to the East Coast. I'd spent eight years in the Marine Corps, and once I transitioned out of the military, my mother wasn't doing too well. And so, you know, as a side hustle, I would work in the nightclubs as a means of being able to, um, to take pictures, just as, as a means of being able to make some extra money um, and that type of thing. And so what I found during that time frame was that that was really – um, if anybody's ever worked, who's listening to the show right now, has ever worked in corporate America, it's very, you know, statement of work, and then you, you know, there's a statement of work that needs to be done, and then you deliver. It was, it was a very deliverables-driven uh, type of, of, of business, right? So you go, yeah. take pictures as a side hustle, and that type of thing. What happened during that time frame was I then transitioned in uh, into the wedding space. That was a natural progression um, from from shooting events, if you will. Okay. What happened was when I kind of had like my aha moment, which I think is one of the ways you're asking me this question. One of the aha uh-huh. moments was was when I would deliver when I would deliver my images back to my brides. What would happen is many of them would say I didn't remember that happening. And what that meant to mm. me was that in, the, in that particular part of the story, she saw the, the, the wedding from one way. I saw it from, a, from a, a totally different way. And so when I represented that day back to her, um, she would, they would typically say, the, the, the reoccurring theme they would say to that is that I don't remember that actually happened. So I told a holistic story where they saw the story, they saw the story from a very, very, you know, a, a, you know, kind of finite view, if you will. Then that, the last transition kind of happened, I would say about four years into shooting, when I was introduced to, to Shea Sharp's Pink Wishes. And Shea Sharp's Pink Wishes 
is a nonprofit that does makeovers. Um, I'm sorry, that grants wishes to women that are under the age of 40 that are terminal, that are stage four and that are terminal uh, in cancer. And obviously, this month being Breast Cancer Month is a huge month for fundraising and that type of thing. Well, a few years ago, yeah. I, I, partnered, I partnered with her to start capturing some of these moments. So when the doctors would give them their terminal diagnosis, she would partner with me to come in and do a photo, a photo session because once they, they found out they were terminal, many ca- in many cases their bodies would start to deteriorate and that type of thing. And that's when I kind of mm. knew at that point, I knew, I knew that the photography and video that we were doing back then was really a, 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 a sign of impact, right? So, you know, it, mm-hmm. it started off as a, just kind of as a deliverable, as a side hustle to the point now where these images live on for, you know, forever um, in, the, in the hearts and the minds of the people that you're capturing, but also their families as well. Wow. Thank you for bringing us kind of full circle. Um, And I loved the point that you made of how the bride had one kind of view and then you there taking pictures, telling the story, you were able to show a holistic, a holistic view. And so I think sometimes when people think about photography for events, for even weddings, they don't think about the huge impact and and I'm always talking about photography in particular with events like if you don't have photography you don't have a professional photographer there's no proof that you even had an event there's no proof right. and, a, and a lot of times your mindset is you're all over the place definitely a bride and all of that is all over the place so they can't really see oh that person was there oh oh he got that angle and so you've done like over 200 weddings now right yes yeah, so over the last 10 years um, we've produced over 200 weddings. On an average year, you know, we would typically shoot anywhere between 30 to 40 weddings. Um, in the last year, last year to year and a half, we've kind of that's come down significantly. Um, but that's where we that's where that was my training ground. The nightclubs was the, the the best training ground, obviously for weddings, because you're shooting in a, a kind of photojournalistic, very candid style of shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which is actually, the, I guess, the, the best training ground, the best boot camp before walking into an actual wedding day. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, if you just tuned in, hey, you're checking out the Charvette Mitchell radio show broadcasting live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia. And we are chatting it up here with Milton Lawrence, Jr., uh, international lifestyle photographer. Uh, listen, we're just going to say storyteller, <laughs> custom content creator. You're getting all the, um, all the background scoop right here. Thanks for those that are um, checking out and uh, listening to us on any of our live streaming platforms. Hey. Facebook Live, hey Periscope, uh, hey guys, hey YouTube, uh, we appreciate you. And so, uh, Milton, I love, I love this. And so, if there's someone that's getting ready, let's say for a a photo shoot, a brand mm-hmm. photo shoot, uh, what tips would you would you give that person? So it, it, it starts and ends with the story, right? So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you're shooting socially, like for a wedding, right, or you're shooting commercially for an event or someone who has who's an influencer or a coach or a business owner. You know, one of the fastest growing, I think they just published this, uh, this article, I think it was even Forbes, um, or, or in a major publication, where they talked about one of the fastest growing uh, segments of, in, in business right now is women, you know, specifically African-American uh, uh, women entrepreneurs, right? And so yes. I would say probably 90% of my customers um, are is that 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 that, that segment of, of 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 business to be honest with you, and so that target that target audience. And so the long and short of it is, I would say it, it starts and ends with story, right? And so if mm-hmm. one of the biggest issues that a lot of 
you know, uh, I would say, you know, women entrepreneurs and African-American uh, uh, women entrepreneurs are, are dealing with is, you know, I don't mind giving as a success story the thing that I do. Whatever my product or service is, I don't mind putting that out there. I just want to stay in the background. I want my work mm-hmm. to speak so loudly that you don't ever have to see who I am. Well, that doesn't work today, right? Not in today's market. Ten years ago, you could still kind of hide behind the brand, but now you need to come up beside that brand so they can kind of put a face with the name because people want to research you. They want to Google you. They want to learn a little bit more about you, okay? So when you're preparing for that, um, when you're preparing, for, you're preparing for that shoot or for that video or, 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 or that brand presentation or that brand story, you have to answer one single question. What is the story that I want to put out that I want to project? What, is, what, you know, what are those colors that I want to project? What are the thoughts that I want yeah. to project? What is the story that, I, that I, I want to project? And once you, once you decide on what that is, then you can go and produce that shoot. And typically that comes in the form of so a, a form of a storyboard, right? So when I'm working with my clients, we come up with a storyboard so we can try to figure out exactly the looks that you want to put out to, to, to be projected. And that's essentially what you would do. So I would say, that I would say it starts with a story and making a decision as to what, again, the story that you want to be produced or projected out into the, into the world because it's going to sit out there forever. All right. The story is key. The story is key. I think, listeners, you are getting that um, loud and clear. And so how do you help people with things like posing? Like how do, how do I pose? What kind of poses do, do I do during a, a, a photo shoot? How do you help with that? So when it comes to posing, I'm glad you asked that question. We're actually doing a fundraiser uh, coming up here on uh, the 18th of October here in Baltimore. Um, and so we, we have a brand, we actually have an off-street brand that's called Curves and Confidence. And this is a brand where I teach ordinary women um, how to position and, and contour their bodies to look amazing in front of the camera. You know, one of the biggest frustrations that I'm off, I'm often, I often get is that, you know, Milton, I take 4,000 selfies to find that one picture that I really, really like, Right. I take mm-hmm. three thousand. I take, I, you know, and I'm being, you know, I'm being, you know, I'm, I'm exaggerating when I say four thousand, but I take a bunch of to find that one that I really, really like. And really, when it what it boils down to is when it comes to posing, it's really owning who you are. Number one, okay. Number two, mm-hmm. it, it, number two is 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 posing. You know, what I mean, for the clothing that you're wearing, right? And then the third one I would say is posing for your body style, right? So one of the big mistakes that a lot of people will make is they will actually. Uh, pose, they don't really know this subconsciously. A lot of times they try to project the energy of their favorite actresses, right? And it's one of the things that we actually talk about. And so it's one of those things that, you know, when you, when you own who you are, number one, um, you understand the pose for the, for the clothing that you're wearing, okay? And then you're posing for your body style. You'll find that the images that you create um, will come out ten times better than when, when than when you're trying to project someone else's energy um, and that type of thing. And, it, and it's, it's funny when, when when we're in class, Charlotte, and, and, and I shared it with people. Um, they said, "Well, I, I never realized that's what I was doing." But in essence, you know, uh-huh. you're trying to condition to do so um, and that type of thing. So you know, the whole selfie thing came from, came from Kim Kardashian, right? And so now mm-hmm. when people take the pictures now, they poke their lips up just like Kim Kardashian. You're trying to project her energy, and sometimes that's not your angle. That's not, you know, depending on what your body style looks like, that may not be the best angle for you, if that makes sense. Yes. Yes, I'm I'm always joking, but telling the truth of know your angles, know your angles, know your angles. And Milton, you know, we do we do feel like I can speak I think on behalf of the ladies. We do feel like when we take a selfie, like we know how to get 
that angle that just that just sets it right. So are you saying that we shouldn't do that? Or are you saying that we should let that energy come across with the photographer? Because like, I really think I take some good selfies. So I, I would say when it, when, it, when it comes to taking selfies, you know what I mean? As uh-huh. an example, if, so let me, give you, let me give you a contextual example. One of the things that if, if you have chinky eyes, right, so some of us were mm-hmm. born with kind of, in, in the inner city of Baltimore, we call them chinky eyes. You may call them something different in Richmond or anywhere around the country. So if someone has chinky eyes and they look up and they try to do a Kim Kardashian selfie, it'll look like their uh-huh. eyes are closed. Okay. Does that make sense to you? It'll, it'll actually look like yes, their eyes are does, closed. Yes, that does. So, so their angle, their angle is actually better if they actually angle the camera down for them. So for each okay. person, for each, for each person is actually different, right? Um, the cameras, most of the camera, most camera uh, lenses are the exact same, right? So what's going to make mm-hmm. the difference between uh, someone who, who who angles the camera up in the air like a typical selfie versus somebody who angles it down? It really depends on what their body style is. And that's that's the reason why I kind of gave those those three examples. Okay, that's good. And so if someone's listening saying, I'm in Baltimore, I can get to Baltimore for this, this class, can you give the information of how they could register? Absolutely. So would you, I'm actually going to send out the link. It's actually, it's, it's a bit.ly link. Um, and if you wouldn't mind, I, I guess I should have had that on, you know, have the actual direct link to it. But it's actually an Eventbrite that I can actually send to you if you wouldn't mind sending it out to all right, absolutely. Listeners, just follow me on uh, Facebook if you're not following. Facebook.com slash Charvette. Uh, Instagram, Charvette M. And also Twitter, we've been, um, we've been tweeting as well. And I've tagged Milton, so those are great connection points. And so while um, listeners are hanging out here and they're like, hey, I want to connect with them, what are the best ways for them to connect with you on social media? So, you can, so the number one way you can connect with me on social media is through my name. So you can look, look up Milton Lawrence Jr., um, so on all social media platforms, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, across the board, you can just look up Milton Lawrence Jr. Um, and you can inbox me if you have any direct questions, or you can also follow us on, online at MiltonLawrenceCreativeAgency.com as well. All right, there you have it. Milton, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then when we come back, I want to get more into video, and so I want to hear uh, hear a little bit more about um, Will You Marry Me docuseries that you produced and all of that, and then also give some tips around um, those that are getting ready to do some video for their brands and all that good stuff. So uh, if that's okay, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Listeners, don't you move. Matter of fact, uh, let people know what you're listening to. Share the link with a friend and say, hey, you need to come check out the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. You need to check it out uh, right now. All right, so we'll be back after this quick commercial break. Don't you move. She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Mitchell. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Charvette will be back after this. Join us for the 17th Annual James River Writers Conference happening at the Greater Richmond Convention Center Saturday, October 12th and Sunday, October 13th with master classes starting Friday the 11th. This conference is an annual gathering in Richmond, Virginia that attracts prize-winning authors and highly regarded editors and literary agents from around the country to share their wisdom about writing and publishing. Register today at jamesriverwriters.org 
and we will see you October 12th and October 13th at the Greater Richmond Convention Center. Find out more at jamesriverwriters.org. Knowing your breasts can save your life. Go to knowyourgirls.org for the facts you need on breast health. Brought to you by Susan G. Coleman and the Ad Council. Are you starting a new business, releasing a CD, writing a new book? Consider Mitchell Productions for your web design services. Visit www.mitchell-productions.com for portfolio samples, specials, and package prices. Remember, a website is not a luxury item. It's a necessity. Check out mitchell-productions.com or find them at facebook.com slash mitchellproductions. She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Mitchell. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show with in-depth interviews from today's leading authors, gospel artists, stars that you want to know about. And now, Charvette Mitchell. All right, welcome back again. Thank you so much uh, for those that are hanging out with us. Even if you are hanging out with us live on all of our uh, live streaming platforms, hey, Facebook Live, hey, Periscope, hey, Twitter, hey, uh, YouTube, hello. Uh, to those checking out the iTunes podcast and from our mobile app and from all of our broadcast stations, we appreciate you all of the time. And this segment is brought to you by the fourth annual pop-up conference for female entrepreneurs taking place in the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, November 1st and November 2nd. Uh, This is my signature conference that I host once a year, and this is my personal invitation to you. This is just for female entrepreneurs, um, emerging entrepreneurs, or even if you're thinking about this is the direction you want to go. Listen, you want to get in the room and rub shoulders with um, ladies that are going to really help you out and give you some clarity and direction. And so jump over to HeyGirlHey.biz, HeyGirlHey.biz, and you'll find out all of the details. So um, we're jumping back in. We're super excited. We're here chatting up with Milton Lawrence, Jr., uh, international lifestyle photographer, videographer, custom content creator. We boiled it all down storytelling, listen, and documentaries. Um, And so coming back up to the mic now, Milton, um, thank you so much again for hanging out with us. And so I'd love to talk about kind of the video side of the storytelling. And so how did you get into doing the docu-series? So obviously it was a natural progression. Um, Obviously after shooting, you know, quite a few weddings, one of the things that I noticed in the marketplace was that most of the shows that were online, um, online and on TV, were all about uh, marriage and getting through the wedding day from the woman's perspective. And, but there was one key thing that was missing. You know, you know, you can have all of the engagement parties, you can have all of the bridal parties and all that kind of was fun stuff, but none of that could happen unless he ever said, will you marry me? So what I did was I actually created a docu-series where I interviewed um, well over 100 couples uh, just so I can get a perspective. Oh, and what, what I learned, um, what I learned in that process was that, you know, honestly, men, when they propose uh, to their significant others, in most cases, mm-hmm. from a heterosexual standpoint, right? So, um, mm-hmm. you know, what I, what I learned was that when he proposed to her, wasn't the t- that's not when he knew he was going to marry her. So there was a defining okay. moment that, ha- that was a defining moment for him when he knew that she was going to be his wife. 
And so what we wanted to find out was, and this is what the document, the docuseries is about, um, is essentially, you know, understanding um, what was his defining moment. And what we learned throughout that process, throughout the docuseries, there's over 24 episodes to the docuseries, um, where he sh- literally, he sh- they both share. He shares his defining moment, and then she shares her defining moment. The, 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 the framework of this docuseries is very similar uh, to Black Love, the TV show Black Love. The difference is yeah. we're, we, inter- we interview them separately, right? And then we bring them back to, back together at the end for the, revive, for, the, you know, for the revealing of the defining moment. We ask her, what do you think his defining moment was? And when we get to the end, he reveals it to her at the end. Mm. And how many, I mean, I know this is like an off-the-cuff, but were you surprised by the number of conflicting defining moments where she thought it was Not a certain time and he... Not at all. Okay. Not not at all. As uh, as a matter of fact, um, you know, in mo, I would say it was probably about eighty percent of the time she got it wrong. Eighty mm. <laughs> percent of the time <laughs> she got it wrong. And so, well, so in most cases, um, women thought it was maybe something that she did. It was a support. It was. It, it could have been something. You know, in, in her mind, she might have thought it was. I don't know. She, she took care of the kids, or you know, um, there was a defining moment. So her defining moment, which she thought it was, definitely wasn't his. Okay. <laughs> mm, ladies, ladies, and that's, and, and, that's, and that's what makes it interesting. <laughs> yes, that sounds very interesting. And so, um, with and I know you 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 have gone on to do a, a lot of great you know great things in this space as far as um, documentaries and so um, for let's let's focus this kind of conversation the rest of this conversation on business owners entrepreneurs you know all of that that want to want to have video because we keep hearing and we keep seeing that video is so important and shout out to you Milton because um, you produced a like 22 plus videos for me and for my um, brand, Mitchell Productions. So um, listeners, if you've seen on Facebook, if you've seen on Instagram, um, my professional videos, those are uh, by Milton Lawrence Jr. And so let's talk about video and helping business owners get prepared to tell their story by way of video. Do you have about three tips you can share? Absolutely. So very similar to, they can actually just follow your lead, to be honest with you. You know, one of the things that we did back in January, we realized that people were trying to sell their, their products and services uh, online, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so as they were trying to sell their products and services online, there was, there's a precursor. Before you can ask for a transaction, no matter how large it is or how small it is, people kind of really want to know who you are. That's just the kind of the environment that we live in today. Um, back in the day, you could put your product or service out there, and, and it would just sell. If it was a good product or service, it would just sell. Typically, nowadays, if you're an influencer or author, author, online coach, speaker, whatever the case may be, people want to get to know you a little bit. Um, they want to know a little bit about you. And so in, in, in saying that, um, your story, number one, is important, um, but also your authority is extremely important. Okay? And so your ability to be able to maybe answer questions in advance um, letting people know who you are. One of the things that I love to tell, I like, I like to share with my clients, um, and I share with people is put together, when, if you were to put together a frequently asked question sheet, a PDF with all the frequently asked questions that you're asked over and over and over and over again, and you were to put that into a video form, um, that, would, that would start the process of creating uh, some, of what, some, of, some of that what I call evergreen content. Or evergreen yes. Content. You know, 
Now, these videos can be shot, you know, using, you know, your laptop, your cell phone, or you can have them professionally produced. It really just depends on, you know, you know, what you do for a living, who your target audience is, as to the level of production that, 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 that is acceptable. So as an example, to give context to what I'm talking about, so if you're just a coach, I'm, I'm sorry, not a coach, but if you're just, you, you're an author, you wrote a book or whatever the case may be, I don't necessarily believe that you necessarily have to have it professionally produced because just there's, there's, there, the, between the cell phone and some of like the larger ca- cameras that are out there, you can use that to be able to get your content out there. On the other hand, yeah. like, like yourself, you, you know, I mean, you run a web design company and you, you are a branding company, then your content must be professionally produced, if, if that makes any sense. Okay? My, my doctor clients, my lawyer clients, they can't get away with, you know what I mean, low budget type, you know, uh, content to, to, to put out there. So but when you're first getting started, I, I, would, I, would, I would say this, shoot five videos of the frequently asked questions that you're asked over and over and over and over again. And what, that was, what that's going to do is that will get indexed into the search engine. So when people are searching for their problems, your solution comes up as, 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 a, potential, um, as a potential option. Oh, good tip, good tip. And Milton, if they do the videos on their own, then when they come to, to someone like you and your company and your agency, they're probably uh, more prepared to shoot the professional videos. Absolutely. So here's what they probably won't, won't be able to do. And this is where we come into play, and the distinction between them shooting it on their own and coming to us. We, we, we're going to embed the story, if that makes any sense. So you can shoot mm-hmm. direct-to-camera type videos, but where we come into play is we add the story element, so we add the branding element to it um, and that type of thing. So as an example, Charbet, we could have shot your videos on, on, on a Logitech camera. But where you see the difference is, is when you start seeing those lower thirds that match your colors and your brand. If we were to decide mm-hmm. to add B-roll, to add B-roll to that, in most cases they're not going to know to go shoot that type of stuff. It's not even on, on it's not even on their radar. That's where we come into play. And here's probably the most important piece to it: we add the sales element to it, where it, it, it has a framework where you when you walk through that video, where you're introducing yourself, you're establishing the problem, you walk in with all with the call to action, all those types of things. All, all, it all adds up to a video that actually converts. So it's not about just creating videos. There's a vi- the, vi- the whole purpose of creating those videos is to establish authority, let them know who, know who you are, but more importantly, to send them somewhere where you can continue to nurture them and eventually convert them into coins. Yes. And that's what we want. That's what we want, the conversion into coins. And so I think that really is an underlying thing definitely for business owners for all of this your brand photography your videos uh you really you want that conversion to happen and so milton what do you think about um facebook live and live streaming it is absolutely crucial so there was a time back in the day when they would say i i believe it was bill gates who said that if you're not online um in the next two to five years this is the turn of the century from 1999 to 2000 he wrote an article he said if you're not in, in, in if you're not online in the next two to five years you won't be in business period so there were a couple of companies that didn't listen to him. You know what I mean? Circuit City was one of them. Uh, Montgomery Ward yeah. was another one of them, right? This, you got Circuit City. There's all companies that didn't yeah. say, nah, blockbusters. Nah, we, we don't believe in that thing. Well, let me let Milton Lawrence say it to you this time. If you're not live streaming, 80% of content, this is not a Milton Lawrence fact. This is, this is a fact that's been published by multiple research companies, and that over 80% of content that's being consumed right now is being consumed via video. And if you're not producing videos right now, whether it's via Facebook live stream, Instagram live stream, um, now LinkedIn live stream, um, if you're not producing content via video, then you, in many cases you, you, you're getting smoked. 
over 400 hours, over, over 400 hours per minute is being loaded to YouTube every day. And so right now, wow. the reason why a lot of major, major TV stations are shutting down right now um, because they can't keep up with the content that's being put up right on, just on, on, on typical social media. Mm, and it's real time and it's instant. And it, the yeah. middleman has been cut out. Facts. The gatekeepers are gone. The middleman has coach, been cut out. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the gatekeepers are gone. So now you no longer have to go around anybody to get your content out to the world. That's where the eyeballs are. Right now there's a huge race. Of, of, of major companies converting their, their traditional dollars into social media dollars because that's where the eyeballs are. People are watching content on, on their phone. If your content is not, is not mobile optimized, then, then, you know, then, you know what I mean, then you're going to have a hard time trying to build your audience uh, to be able to convert your audience and to nurture an audience. Ooh, well said, well said. And big shout-out um, to Lamar Tyler, who wrote the, wrote a book called The Gatekeepers Are Gone. So definitely yeah, want to yeah, give that's, him a shout-out. That's shout a, a must-read. you got to put that in the library. Yes. Pick it up, pick it up, get it. All right, and so how can people um, work with you? We talked about the classes coming up for, um, you know, posing. and But just in general, one more time, want you to give out your contact information. If if there may be brides or people that are getting engaged, and, and I know you don't do a ton of weddings, but um, you did post on your social media recently about uh, engaged couples kind of reaching out. And so just give all of your contact information out one more time. Absolutely. So if you're trying to get a hold of me, honestly, you can just Google my name, Milton Launch Jr. That's the easiest thing to do. But if you find yourself on social media, type in Milton Launch Jr. Um, and all of my, you know, my social media uh, platforms will come up, um, either on Instagram, Facebook. I, find, I spend most of my time on Facebook and Instagram. I don't really spend a whole lot of time on Twitter. Um, and so if you want to find me, that's one way of, of getting a hold of me. Or you can go to the website, which is MiltonLaunchCreativeAgency.com. And Milton, I know you have had the opportunity to like travel the world doing this mm-hmm. and doing what you love. Like, what are some of the places um, that you've been able to go to because of this work that you're doing? So the camera has has really opened up some some pretty sweet doors. Um, working with various publications and you know influencers and, and major corporations from around you know Fortune 100 companies, the CEOs and things like that. And so um, you know all throughout the Caribbean, uh, you know pick, you know. Throw a, throw a pin in any one of the major the major islands that are down there <laughs> within the Caribbean. Um, we we shot there in some way, shape, or form. We've even gone east um, uh, out to Australia and to Hong Kong and to uh, let's see what else uh, Thailand uh, a couple times um, to Singapore wow. uh, to shoot. So and then and then most recently probably the probably probably the highlight of all of my travel was going to Africa, um, specifically South Africa. Um, to Johannesburg and also to uh, to Cape Town, and so I look forward to actually getting back there by the end of the year to go to Ghana. Um, I'm actually celebrating my birthday in December, and my goal is to try to get there because this year is the 400th year of of, of people coming home, uh, coming back to Africa. Oh, wow. So I want to go. I just want to go back and just take the camera, not not only an actual assignment. My goal is just to go and just you know just kind of do my home research and you know and that type of thing, and just kind of have some vacation time, if you will. But um, yeah, it, the, the camera's definitely been able to open up some doors uh, for me to do world class travel, and it's one of the things I actually posted earlier today that you know you know if you're a parent and, you, and your kids come home and say, hey, I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be a photographer, I want to be a videographer, I want to be a content creator, please don't dismiss that because right now content creators yeah. are spending 
really good lifestyles for themselves, putting money in the bank, um, and they can still go get their education at the same time. I know that's really the, the, the real debate when it comes to, well, if you're going to go do that, are well, you still going to go get your education? You can, you can do them both, which is pretty cool. All right. Hence international lifestyle photographer, videographer, all of those things. So I wanted you to, yeah. to mention that. And so the goal of my show, Milton, is uh, really around motivating, exciting, and influencing people. And so we want to know what continues to motivate you. I have this thing called a family, and, and I'm, I'm going to keep it 1,000% uh, you know, honest with you. You know, we have this thing called I have a family. I'm a father of three little girls. Um, the oldest is 22, and the, the youngest one is 12. And every day things are changing. Nothing ever stays the same. And, uh, you know, between that and also taking care of my, my nieces and nephews, uh, that, is the, that is the thing that reminds me, keeps me grounded, number one. Um, because sometimes, you know what I mean, sometimes you can read your own press clippings. Sometimes you can say, you know, I'm doing really, really well or whatever the case may be um, in mm-hmm. comparison to yourself to maybe, maybe some of the people you might have grew up with or whatever the case may be. And what keeps me humble, number one, is my family. It's, the, it's also the thing that motivates the crap out of me uh, to go and, and to, to go build them. the number one thing that, that, that my mother and father asked me to do, uh, and it's something that's in my spirit, and that is to build legacy, right, to carry my name on yeah. um, so that it, it, it's something that, that can permeate from around the world. So as we create this content, it's not a content that, that, just, that, just, that just goes up. And, and this continent that, that goes up that, that serves other people and impacts other people, but at the same time be able to, you know, to you know, put money in the bank so that you can continue to keep the message, keep, keep that ministry going, if that makes sense. Oh, that's good. Well said, well said. Well, our time flew by, Milton, and we appreciate uh, having the opportunity just to share you with our listeners, and uh, we're just going to keep our eye out on all of the amazing things um, that you're doing. And so, you know, one day when you, I don't know, are walking a red carpet or something of that nature, you know, don't act like you don't know the Charvette Mitchell radio show uh, when you get to wherever you're going. Humble humble (laughs) beginning, humble ending, period. That's good. That's good. All right. Well, thank you so much for stopping uh, stopping by the show. Thank you so much, Trevor, for the opportunity. All right. You're welcome. All right, listeners, um, guess what? That is going to be a wrap for today's show. Um, thank you so much for all those that are uh, checking us out here. Uh, and you know we're going to have more dynamic, phenomenal shows for you guys. So just hang out with me at Charvette.com. Um, thank you, iTunes listeners, and our live streaming. Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show.